0: Hello and welcome to another Healthy Bite. My name is Dr. Ron Ehrlich. Well, if you haven't heard this week's episode with Dr. Leland Stillman from the United States, I really recommend you should. Uh, It's such a good chat for so many reasons. Uh, Firstly, it was really interesting for me to hear that he had exposed himself to so many different specialties and practitioners in his journey into medicine prior to getting into medicine and then entering medicine with this knowledge, which must have been very frustrating for him as he went through med school. And it's always interesting to hear that kind of story. Uh, And it's fantastic to be mentored by people early on and actually throughout your career. I still feel it's so important for uh, I I value my mentors and uh, they are both young and old and uh, and so it was a timely reminder for that. But we talked about light and light is all about not just sunlight. It's about red, red light therapy, infrared light therapy, UVA, UVC, you know, sunlight um, and all the benefits that go through with that. I would really recommend that you have a listen to it. It's such an important topic and one that I explored last year with uh, Jason Borden Smith and talked about the effect of all of these different uh, lights on on such important aspects of our health. And I find it really interesting on another level, because as a public health message, staying out of the sun has been hammered for so long. I mean, sun causes skin cancer. And so the the uh, message is a simple one, and that is avoid the sun. And um, and that is uh, the message that we get from the Anti-Cancer Foundation. Slip, slap, slop in Australia. Be sun smart. And when I go down to the beach and I actually see um, what people do religiously with an open heart, following this kind of advice, you'll see kids that have got rash tops on that cover them from head to toe. They've got a hat on. They've got sunscreen plastered on their face. At all costs, these well-meaning parents are, tell- are trying to keep their kids out of sun, um, uh, out of the sun because it affects skin cancer. Now, you know, I grew up at a time, and some of you may have grown up at a time when our relationship to the sun was very different. I mean, when I was young, uh, the idea of uh, getting a suntan was really important, and the key was to get your first burn over with early in the year. Once you'd peeled, you knew that your skin was far more resilient to uh, the sun and you wouldn't have a sunburn and you'd have this terrific suntan, and And that's how we approached uh, sun uh, at that time. And we even put on coconut oil to improve our tan. Uh, it didn't have any sun protection factor in it. But interestingly, it may have had some other beneficial things, but we haven't got time to go into that. But that was our relationship with the sun. And I certainly don't subscribe to returning to that time. But this is so emblematic, so typical of the way health messages are communicated. Really simple. Sun causes skin cancer. Therefore, stay out of the sun. There's only one problem. or there are actually many problems, and that is we now have a global pandemic. We're familiar with that word pandemic. It means it cuts across not just this country, but many countries. We have a global pandemic in vitamin D deficiency. Now, vitamin D is not just about getting out in the sun. Of course, it involves a whole lot of other nutrients. And if you listen to that uh, podcast that I did with uh, Dr. Carolyn Dean, on the magic of magnesium. That is just one of many, many other factors that go into producing vitamin D and utilizing it effectively. But it has led this avoidance of the sun has definitely led to a vitamin D deficiency. Now, the problem with a vitamin D deficiency is this. Vitamin D is critically important to avoid cancer. Yes. So here we go. We're telling ourselves to stay out of the sun to avoid skin cancer, but we end up with vitamin D deficiency and vitamin D is essential in preventing cancer. Because as you may know, as you all know, I'm sure, that there are many, many more cancers than just skin cancer. And it's interesting, as I will in a moment, look at the relative um the relative impact of those other cancers. But that vitamin D deficiency makes you more susceptible to breast, colon, prostate, ovarian cancer. Not only that, it makes you more susceptible to diabetes type two. Now, this is about a holistic approach. So vitamin D deficiency doesn't necessarily cause type two diabetes on their own. We've explored low carb diets, we've explored poor sleep. But here is another really important factor. And as I've said in this episode with Leland and I've said many times before, there is something wonderful about the sun coming up every day. We have had an important relationship, as have has almost every plant and animal in the world, uh, in our planet. with uh, the sun. So the sun is a really important part of our lives, and it has been since the beginning of time. So type two diabetes. Yeah, that's a problem. Vitamin D deficiency linked to type two diabetes. What else does vitamin D deficiency affect? Well, increased risk of cardiovascular disease. We'll have a look at that in a moment. Heart attack, heart disease and stroke. What about osteoporosis? What about rheumatoid arthritis? they're all linked to vitamin D deficiency while you stay out of the sun. What about depression? Well, you know, we're going through a pandemic and uh, even before the pandemic, mental health was a major problem. But vitamin D deficiency is linked to depression. And it's actually the condition called seasonal affective disorder, which is something we intuitively all know. When we stay, when we get out in the sun, we feel so much better. And uh, in the winter months, uh, people don't feel as good because they're not being exposed to the sun as much as they could or should. And uh, that has now got a label on it called seasonal affective disorders. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's an antidepressant to treat that. I think getting out in the sun's a better one. What about high blood pressure? And again, the mental health is not just vitamin D deficiencies. We've explored the importance of. Um, thought, we've explored the importance of stress, we've explored the importance of relationships, meaning, uh, accomplishments in the PERMA model. But vitamin D is a factor here as well. Similarly, high blood pressure. What about cognitive impairment? I want to remind you, I'm still talking about vitamin D deficiencies here. Cognitive impairment is a huge and growing problem. Dementia, whether it be um, dementia or Alzheimer's, all different forms. And we've talked about dementia as now being classified as type three diabetes, uh, all about sugar's impact on our brain cells. But vitamin D is an important aspect to that. Severe asthma in children. Apparently one in four kids in Australia suffer from um, uh, asthma. Pregnancy, fetal and infant infant development, all affected by vitamin D. But let's put it into perspective, because when you look at the deaths, in Australia, in 2020, there were 7, and, and seventy five, 1300, sorry, 1375 deaths from skin cancer in 2020. And you would say, well, this is a big problem. So we really have to stay out of the sun. But let's just put that into perspective, because from the other cancers that I mentioned—a uh, colon, uh, lung, colorectal, pancreatic, prostate, breast. Um, From those cancers, there were 48,000 deaths from cancer in Australia. So, yeah, skin cancers are perhaps on, um, on, on the decline, but these other cancers, which are related to vitamin D deficiencies, among a lot of other things, I mean, environmental toxins, nutrition, stress levels, poor sleep. But vitamin D is part of this. Forty-eight thousand deaths from these other cancers, that maybe could have been helped by being exposed in a healthy way to the sun. What about cardiovascular disease? While we're talking about the impact of this, seventeen and a half thousand deaths from cardiovascular disease. Vitamin D has a positive impact on on cardiovascular disease, and then diabetes—almost sixteen, well, almost seventeen thousand deaths from diabetes as well. So you can see that this is not quite as straightforward as stay out of the sun. And this episode with Leland Stillman, Dr. Leland Stillman, I thought was fantastic. He reminded me of the importance of sunlight, but he went into it in a lot more detail. He referenced the work of Dr. Jack Cruz, who I am really um, exploring, particularly during this lockdown. I think he's a neurosurgeon. Interestingly, started off life as a dentist went into oral surgery, medicine, and then went into neurosurgery. And uh, his approach to this uh, understanding the biophysics of disease is is really an exciting part. Look, as I keep saying, too, the more I learn, the more I realise I don't know. So in this pandemic, I've been really trying to knuckle down and explore the work of Jack Cruz, which is a mentor of Dr. Leland Stillman. Um, and And while I'm at it, I'll just digress here for a moment. I'm also exploring the work of Dr. Stephen Porges and polyvagal theory. Boy, that's a whole other story. And we're going to be doing episodes on that. But I encourage you to have a listen to this week's episode with Dr. Leland Stillman. I hope this finds you well. Until next time, this is Dr. Ron Ehrlich. Be well. This podcast provides general information and discussion about medicine, health and related subjects. Content is not intended and should not be construed as medical advice or as a substitute for care by a qualified medical practitioner. If you or any other person has a medical concern, he or she should consult with an appropriately qualified medical practitioner. Guests who speak in this podcast express their own opinions, experiences, and conclusions.